Blog Talk Radio. This is Hindsight Radio. I represent it. The information station changing the you nation. You gotta watch your words. Your words in very subtle ways will come back on you. This is why someone has said, you know, make your words sweet in case you have to eat them. <laughs> and it's good every day to ask yourself the question, you know, what am I talking up? Come on, say that with me. What am I talking up? You see, and you're always talking up something. It's good for you to know, what are you talking up? If there's something that you're going to do, you say, oh, I hate to do such and such. Oh, how I hate to do such. Oh, I hate to go such and such a place. You are putting a stumbling block in your way. As the scripture says, thou art ensnared by the words of your mouth. What am I talking up? Shout it together. What am I talking up? My life overflows with every kind of good. When you say that, you're talking up what? Every kind of good. I want you to stand up and shout those words and sit back down. Come on. Come on, together. My life overflows with every kind of good. You may be seated. Now that's, that's the way you talk. You talk that up. And as I say again, never talk about how you hate to do this, how you hate to do that. If it's something that you feel that you really need to do, don't talk about how you hate to do it. Because you'll make it harder. What is the oil well in a broader sense? I've defined the oil well as the overflowing source of all good, an overflowing source of health. Happiness, love, success, and prosperity. An overflowing supply. On the level of finance, I've defined the oil well to be an overflowing money supply. And of course, it's easy to see the connection there because ever since oil came into such widespread use in this mechanical and industrial age, you know, whenever a person has struck oil, uh, you know, he's rich and, you know, money just comes. Now, it's not just this gentleman in question that has an oil well, but each one of us has an oil well. I have an oil well. I'm going to tell you what it is and where it is in ten seconds. It's written down here. But I want you to affirm and to shout with me right now, I have an oil well. Say it again. Say it for the third time. See, it isn't enough for this gentleman that we were talking about to have an oil well. See, that's for me, too. What is this oil well? Where is it? I define the oil well as the infinite presence and power of God in you. And you strike oil when you recognize and draw upon the unlimited riches of God in you. I'm going to have the young lady who writes for me to come up here and write something on the board from the oil well prayer the oil well affirmation the words are these God in me is my overflowing source and supply of all good God in me is my overflowing source and supply of all good this is your oil well now. Write it down. It's written down in many different ways in this success idea, but I want you to write it in your handwriting. 
I want you to write it on a piece of paper. God in me is my overflowing source and supply of all good. I'm going to add a word to that when you finish that. I'm just going to have you turn it around. Turn the board around and add one more word. I like playing with words, and it's important. That's right. All right, just wheel that board around there. And you're going to add one word. God in me is my unlimited, overflowing source and supply of all good. You on your paper, just add unlimited. I'm going to have you write the whole thing out again. God in me is my unlimited, comma, overflowing source and supply of all good. This is one little thing that if we can get people to see it, will solve their problems of supply. People need to know what their source is and where their source is. A material oil well is not really your source. It may be a means of supply. Your job is not your source. It may be a means of supply, but it's not your source. The source is within you. The source is God in you. Some of you have written it down on paper. Some of you may have written it in your hearts. Now let's say this together. Come on. God in me is my unlimited, overflowing source and supply of all good. So that means, for example, that if you lose your job, you don't lose your source. As a matter of fact, many times when you seem to lose on the material level, it's only an opportunity for you to have a greater experience. Like me when I got put out of the church. Best damn thing ever happened to me. I had fulfilled my time in the church. And you see, many of you, the reason you're having a rough time in certain situations in your life is because you fulfilled your time in that particular context and you don't want to move on. <laughs> and you're going to catch hell in any context that you fulfilled yourself in and won't move on from. Don't care if you did marry him. Please know your source, what it is and where it is. Your source is nothing out here. It's not the stock market, but where is my source? Within me. It's the God in me. The source may be described in many different ways. You can describe the source as the power of your imagination. Jesus said, according to your faith, so be it unto you. Because as much as you can see yourself having you'll have. As much as you can feel yourself having, you will have. And this is your source. And even the Bible tells us that the things which do appear were not made from the things which do appear. Sounds like a lot of gobbledygook. You have to really listen to that. The things which do appear are not made of things which do appear. Such gobbledygook. But let me give you an example of that. The airplanes that fly through the air now, so fast, so beautifully. Where did those airplanes exist first? In the mind. Is that right? You see, people call mind nothing when they don't understand the power and the allness of mind. 
this beautiful building, this comfortable building that we're sitting in, first of all existed where? In somebody's mind. Everything begins as an idea. This is why I call these monthly publications Success Ideas and try to get these success ideas into the hands and minds of people. Because all of the material things in your life are manufactured out of the ideas in your mind. If you have a nothing idea, you'll have nothing in your life. If you have a poverty idea in your mind, you'll have poverty in your life. If you get a success idea in your mind, you'll have success in your life. And this is the God in me that tells me that I can be, I can do, I can have. And this is my source, and it's an unlimited source. It's an overflowing source. You know, in, in all of my reading in the Bible, I never yet found that stingy God that they used to teach me about in the church. And this fellow was stingy. I'm talking about that God, you know, that they had in the church. He was so stingy, he was worse than Scrooge. <laughs> and they taught us, first of all, when you prayed to ask him, Now, Lord, if it be your will, help me. And, you know, he had to be begged. And sometimes you had to pray and fast for days and days and days to try to get him to make up his mind to bless you. But yet when we look in the Bible, we find a God of abundance. We find a generous God. My cup runs over. When Jesus multiplied the, the bread and the fish, there wasn't just a pinch for everybody, but after everybody had stopped to themselves, the Bible says that there were 13 baskets full left over. God in me is generous. Say that with me. God in me is generous. God is just as generous with you as you are with yourself. Why?
Peace, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Truth Tuesday Show with your host, Akeem L., here on Hindsight Radio, the information station changing the nation. I hope everybody's doing well. Me and my family, we are doing wonderful, great, prosperous as always. And uh, I wish the same for you and your family. I I wish and I hope that you're remaining in constant connection with the higher self, the higher part of yourself, that part that is always thinking about peace and prosperity, extreme wealth, and good health, all of those things. So, you know, because if you don't remain in that consciousness, there's always something to steer you in the direction of thinking about something negative. Always. You know, we always have opportunities to take our minds off of the things that are happening for us that is good and put it on something that is not so good. So, you know, know, the way I, I have to remind myself is, and it's a constant thing, is to be appreciative of what I, what I have. Be appreciative of the people I have in my life. Just be in constant appreciation. It's very easy to look at people's flaws and highlight them. You know, I get caught up in that almost daily. But then I have to remind myself to dial it back, you know? Don't stay in that place. You know, we, we brought up, we have been brought up to judge people and things in a negative way. We have not been trained to be positive all the time. Even, you know, some people believe they're being positive, and then when you really examine, they're not. So I I hope that you are in constant, uh, in, the, in, in the state of consciousness that when you do go down that path, you can bring yourself back. You know, we, 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 we slip up. We go into these these states of consciousness that are negative. Think about it. You know, the Christ story, when he went up to fast, and right after that, the devil came and tried to tempt him. What was the devil? Was that really a, a, a devil, an entity, something separate from him? No. It was the, after, think about it, if you were fasting for that long, all kinds of thoughts come up. You know, I don't have to fast all this. I'm hungry. I can have it all because I'm God's son. I'm I'm God. I'm this and that. And all these negative thoughts come up. So basically those temptations, those three temptations were just basically his lower self coming in to test his higher self to see how serious it was about moving forward in the higher states of consciousness. I always keep telling you, the next to move to the next level, you will be challenged. So Christ had to be challenged three times before he went to the next level. And right now, you're, you're, you're in a challenge daily to get to the next level. No matter what level you're on, what step of the of those, those staircase that, that, that are ascending up, like the ones behind me, yeah, those are stairs. Each step represents another level of higher consciousness. You can be on the, on the bottom step, or 
right next or, or the one right next to the top step. You could be anywhere. But you are being tested right now before you can take that next step to the next level. And that could be by way of a business idea has been being presented to you. And you are scared. And it could be a great business idea. But you're scared to put that money down. You're scared to trust. You're nervous. You have fear because of past failures or people who have come into your life who, who have not been so honest and taken advantage of you. We can, we can come up with all kinds of reasons why we could be stuck in a default position like I talked about a couple of weeks back. We, we, we can make all kinds of excuses. No, you know, I, I'm good here because I got my retirement coming up, got my pension, got my Social Security. I got all these things coming up. You know, got a little bit of money that I'm going to get from that that basically is going to keep you at a certain level of prosperity where, you know, you're going to have to budget your vacations around that set amount of money. Whereas this business opportunity is, has unlimited potential because it's all based off how much effort you're putting in to make it happen. You see? So, remember, you are being tested daily, sometimes minute by minute. You're being tested in your relationships with your spouse or whoever you, you know, you're in relationship with. The way they react to you and how you react to them. Are you going to continue to react the same way and angry and man, or are you going to think about it? Because you, you know, I know in my own experience, I've act, reacted in certain ways that always got me the same results, negative results. So I had to rethink. I need to change the way I'm doing this so I can get positive results. And when I changed, then I got positive results. Even when I error and do something that's not so cool or nice, you know, I had to learn how to come back and apologize sincerely, not just, you know, sarcastically, but be sincere about it. Looking to make peace in every situation, even sometimes we do fall out of, of, of peace with each other. But when we fall out of peace with each other, that's a check mark for your friendship because you don't know anybody until you piss them off. So remember that. One of the things I'm going to discuss today is who are the people the Constitution is talking about? The United States Constitution, the state's Constitution, I got some case. I got some case law that tells you who the people are. You know, you got, at one point, I said, I even stated that we are the people. I said that, but we're going to see if I was right about that or not. We're going to see. We are somebody in that Constitution. We're someone. We're mentioned. And I'm going to bring that out and show you who you really are. 
especially if you're participating in certain activities, who you really are, and why you're being treated the way you are. This is why you have to come out of her, my people, before you share her with her sins. You have to come out. Because in order to receive the full benefits of your inheritance, you cannot be taken part of. I I won't go no further. I'm just going to bring the case law up. I'm going to read it, and it's going to be it's going to show you clear as day what all of this stuff is for, who it's for. It is going to show you. You know what I'm saying? It's going to do that. But back to your prosperity, your mindset. One of the biggest things that slow people down is they have great ideas but they want it to be perfect before they start. They want it to look a certain way. They have a vision in mind. They want to build Rome in the day. Or they won't start until it, it, this picture that they set, it looks exactly like that. And I know so many people who have done that, and they're still trying to get it perfect. The only way to be successful in any business is just to get started with whatever you have and just start. Get it out there. And as you're going forward and building these businesses or whatever businesses you got, it's going to transform. It's going to come to life bit by bit. I can tell you, starting off the trucking company, it was a great idea, excited. But then when I started to work on it, I became unexcited at, at, at a time. Like, man, this is this, it's that, it's this and that. You got to do this. But despite, despite that lower self-talk, those devilish negative words that come to be an adversary to the inspiration of the idea of starting the trucking company, they come. And they're like, man, what are you doing this? You got your show. You, you're doing good over there, bro. Why are you messing with this? You, don't, you know you ain't driving no truck. You're not going to do all of this. And sometimes I, I get like Peter and I look at those words and that storm of those words and say, man, I'm going to go back to what? My default position. See, there's all types of default positions. There's the broke default positions, and then there's you're making good money, but not you know not wealth money, but you're making great and good money. That's a default position too. That's a trick too. And see, and I had to realize that I'm teaching y'all to get out of that default position, that broke thinking, coming home and just wanting to turn on the TV and watch TV or doing some other entertainment or something that is not moving the needle forward in your business, there's other. You can get to that six-figure level. But there's all types of six-figure. You got the low six figures and you got the mid and the high. Where are you? Today I'm talking to you. That's at that good money section, and you stay in default on that. I don't care if that's all you want and you're comfortable 
with that level of lifestyle, we're just getting you some good vacation. But you still, if you stop doing that today, it's, it, you know, you're not going to be able to take a good vacation. That means that's not wealth. See, wealth is when you just stop and you can go on for generations and not do another thing and that wealth is still there. Because that money is making it, just constantly making money for you. See, I had to realize that. Oh, I'm telling people to get out of default positions. Yeah, I went from one, a, 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 a broke default position to a I'm doing great default position. And I have to, like, wait a minute. Oh, oh you're starting this trucking company because it will bring you another source of income, another stream of income, and it will also provide another stream income for your children. Because I'm not driving the truck. My sons are going to drive it. They're going to share that. You know, the one, we're going to have one truck. They're going to share time with it. You know, so that the truck can keep running. You know, almost 24 hours, it's going to be moving. You know, they do a tag team. You know, and it, it all worked out. You know, we was, we was, you know, my oldest son wanted to do it, but he couldn't do it to January because, you know, holidays, he's got to go pick up his son from, Texas and bring him back and you know like okay we got this these bills that we we're paying we're actually paying bills on this 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 business and and we ain't made a dime yet and the negative talk keep coming the devil keep coming hey wait a minute man you could you know you it it, it, it comes so smooth these devilish ideas man you know. You bought that truck at a good, decent dollar. You could sell it and make three times the amount on that and be done with it. Yeah, but that's three times the amount, and that's it. It's not perpetual money. Why? Because one truck turns into two, two trucks turns into three, four. You know what I'm saying? That business could just transform into someone. So you got to keep moving forward. See, it was like Christ. After fasting, he got those three temptations. And my temptation was, oh, we got this. Let's sell it. Make some money. And I had to recognize what the word, what those words were. You didn't get the inspiration to start a trucking business just to buy a truck and sell it. Because you probably won't ever get the gift of that truck again after you sell that. Now, if I hold on to the truck and open the business, keep the business going, Guess what? I'm going to get another truck at a very good deal again. Why? Because I showed appreciation for the inspiration that was given to me. See, now if I sell it, and I see this happening a lot of times to people who get gifts of prosperity, prosperity opportunities, and then they take the quick way out, and then that opportunity never comes up again. See, I could get back into business, but then I have to buy the truck at three times the amount because I'm going to find me another truck that is a very good deal. Someone even said, I can't you always find these deals that almost impossible to find. See, I had to tell someone this to help them understand something, that when inspiration comes and you follow the path, even when it's dark, 
when you can't see but a couple of paces in front of you, maybe you can't even see a couple of paces. Maybe you can only see the half of the next step, but you keep moving. And it gets brighter and brighter. Because when we started it, you know, we had to find a truck. Because on the advice of, you know, we were taking, they said, you know, find a truck and you got to do this and that. And so we we found the truck. We got it. Right now we're sitting at the at a place where they're going to, you know, some stuff need to be done on the inside to make it cargo ready. That's more money. That needs to be spent. To get it on the road. But I know once I get on the road, it's gonna, all that money I spent, I'm going to make 10, 20, 30 times of that in the first two months. And, and I'm going to tell you, honestly, just being honest, I don't know. I don't have an idea on how to get to what load we're going to get. This, but I do know this, that once it's ready to roll, that opportunity is going to open up. See, that's what I'm talking about with you guys in your business. Y'all want to see the whole A to Z picture. You're never going to. That's not going to happen ever. Stop hoping for that. Just know the next move and move in it. Even that next move could be fuzzy because once you get in, okay, oh, I got to adjust. You have to be so flexible with your ideas and be willing to not be so caught up and narrow-minded. You just got to do it. Just doing it. And I'm thankful that I'm working with someone who understands that. Because if I was working with someone who, who at every turn where it seemed like it was hard and they were sitting there in my ear, oh, man, they just, oh, it's going to go something, blah, blah, blah. I ain't getting that. I'm not getting that at all. See, even when the opportunity comes, it's going to put the right partner with you that will work with you. See, we started off trying to do another business, and it was kind of hard to do that business as partners, so we looked at the trucking business. You see, I'm just telling y'all this, not to brag, but to give y'all examples to show you that all the stuff I'm, I tell you about, I'm not exempt from negative thoughts entering my mind. They do it. Daily. But what I'm thankful for is that I recognize that these are temptations to move away from the mission that I've been given. Like like I said, it's totally fuzzy in my mind what's going to happen <laughs> once this truck, you know. But I, what's not fuzzy is the things that need to be done to get it there. That's not fuzzy. So right now, I'm like Noah building the ark. We're like Noah building this ark until the rain comes. And the rain I'm talking about is the blessing and all of the loads that this truck is going to take. You know, it's almost unheard of to find a truck as old as we have it for the miles that it that's 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 unheard of almost. 
That's what I'm telling you. Once you move in a direction, the door's going to open up, and you're going to see the miracles happening in the situation. Because why? You're moving with faith and works. Not just faith. You're moving with the works and the faith. Because all of the expenses that popped up, something that I worked on a year ago came in and helped fund that. Right? It's not... The more and more I think about it, it, it just shows me that how divinely inspired this idea is. And you are dealing with the same situation. You have divinely inspired ideas, but the problem is the work isn't there. Just moving in the darkness. Feeling your way through, because that's what happens. Now, I hear people, you need to plan, you need to study businesses. and That's true. That is true. I agree. But I also know this. There's no plan greater than the, the knowing that you are using your God power and your mind power. That's the plan. That mind. Yes, put it down, write it down. I know I got to do better than that, but... So far, due to how I've been operating, it works. I probably could work better if I get more details in my writing. But I know within me I have a power to manifest the things that I think about just by meditating on them and then seeing them and then moving in them. Maybe someone come along that can help me organize that on the side. That that's what I probably need. Someone to come along and say, Okay, this is what you need and let them do that job. Pay them to do that job. While I can just focus on manifesting the idea. Yes, write it down, look at what you're about to do and you know, they take you know, you know, all of the people on 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 the thing. You need to research, you need to do all of that. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I agree with that to a degree, to a degree. But, you know, so far when I look at my life and the way I've been moving and the success I've been having, it all came from the God power, the mind power. And I'm never going to um, minimize that. So God ideas move. Just do it. Just throw it out there. Put it out there. Make the mistakes. It's okay. If you look at every successful person, they made mistakes. But they, what they did was they made the mistakes and they corrected course along the way. They didn't try to correct course before they got started. They was already on their way and they corrected the course. Stop waiting. What are you waiting for? All you have is now. Tomorrow is a fantasy. The past is just an idea now. It's a memory. All you have is now. Don't say, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. No, do it now. Now. It's not tomorrow. It's always now. It is never tomorrow. It is never yesterday. Those are all illusions. It is always now. When the idea hits your head that you, about your business, you need to stop what you're doing and start working on it. Because the moment you say, I'll do it later, guess what? That inspirational idea will just fade. 
And you'd be like, what was I thinking about earlier? Or at least stop and write down the idea so you can remember. But even when I write down and I stop and write it down and say I'll do it later, it still doesn't have the same vibration or the same energy as when it first comes to my mind. So for me, I have to act on it in that moment. If I don't, it loses its power. Right now, while I'm talking to you, some of you guys got ideas. I don't care. Stop with you. Stop listening to me and go follow that idea. Come back and listen later. Right now, somebody got the inspiration to do something. You recall something. You need to stop what you're doing and obey the God in you and go do it. Whatever that might be. It could be the inspiration to call somebody that you haven't talked to in a while. Give me that. But do it. Because this is recorded, right? You can always come back and listen to me later. Always obey the God in you, the voice that's speaking to you telling you and guiding you, that quiet voice. It's not going to argue with you. It's not going to sit there and make you do it. See, the ego is the one that makes you want to be right or fight with someone. I got to get to this person. And see, I got to tell them something. They need to know I'm right. That's the ego. That's the false self. That's the fake self. That's not real. But the real you is quiet. Say, listen, oh, this is how you do this thing. Blah, blah, blah. It's very quiet and it's very direct. There's no side roads it's taken. And it'd be like, boom. But we we drown out, man. I got you know, the ego coming, man. You listen, oh, okay, that's good. You could do it later, but you need to do this now. You know, you wait wait for that great idea and go do this now. And then as you're doing it, your lower self has just distracted you. The devil has just distracted you from your true purpose. And that was the whole idea of that scripture when Jesus was tempted those three times. He had a purpose. He had a mission. He had to show the world the power that they had within him. He had to show the world that they will do greater things than he will. Yeah. So you have to show the world that the things you're going to be doing is just an example of what someone else who is witnessing you do it, they will do great. That's what we're doing. As you're elevating yourself, you're elevating other people by your actions, the things you say and do. It goes back to what I told, said. You don't know the Christ until you become the Christ. And to become the Christ, you must be an example of power. When people see you and you're doing things, they're like, wow, how do you make that look so easy? And you'll say to them, well, easy. <laughs> if you think this is something, wait till you start. You'll be doing greater things than this. So, if you haven't listened to me already, you don't have to listen to me, but I can tell you what could happen if you don't. 
You're going you're gonna to lose it. If you got the idea, the inspiration while I was talking and something hits your head and you go grab a pen, write it down, or it's something that needs to take action or actually do it, you need to go do it. Obey the God speaking to you, through you, in you. God always speaks from within. He never speaks from outside of you. He always comes within you and talks. You got these preachers and pastors. Yeah, God told me to tell you this. And if it don't align with your spirit, God ain't telling you nothing through nobody else's mouth. All I'm here to do is just to remind you of the God power within you. And I'm just telling you to obey that. Not me. Obey that. I'm just a messenger. And a lot of the stuff I say is mainly me talking to myself. Reminding myself weekly of what I need to do. It sounds like I'm talking to you, but I'm talking to me. While I was talking, I had an inspirational idea. And the inspirational idea was to... I need to stay on the path of this message. Yeah, I could teach you all about who the people is and read these articles and all these facts and all of that stuff. That's all good. But I do know this, that all of that is still a distraction from the real job, the real purpose, the real mission. All of that, every last one of those things are a real distraction. Because the only purpose that I have, I'm speaking for myself, is to show you your power. Tell you who you are or show you who you are by telling you to go home or stop in your car, pull down that visor, flip up that little lid, and when the light flick on and you see your, you peer into your eyes and see who you are. That's my only job. That's it. Draw power from yourself. You have all the power you need. You have enough power inside of you to light up a city, and that's facts. Electrical power running through every cell in your body can light up a city with the right equipment. The Matrix showed y'all that. That was just an idea. Yeah. So you mean to tell me that you have allowed this world, outside forces, mama, daddy, granddaddy, whoever, school, governmental entities, even your church, to tell you the only power you can draw off is just something outside of you that's up in the sky, wherever that is, is that the power? Nope, it's not. Well, I don't have to. You don't have to. I don't have to argue with you on that. You've been doing it that way all your life. You, 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 you know where that leads. One question after one unanswered question after the other. <laughs> right? You already passed asking questions that confuse you. Even looking at you, oh, just trust God. What he forgot to tell you. Is this, trust the God in you. Don't just trust the God in you. See, he left that part out. He said, trust God, like he was up here somewhere. He was, he was floating somewhere. He in some 
invisible realm. Somewhere. Yeah, God is in the, the God, the higher consciousness. It, 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 it can't be seen by the naked eye, but it can be seen by the spiritual eye. That's why they, they even when they say no man will see God and live. <laughs> because you must worship God in spirit and in truth. So that means in your spiritual nature, you will see God. So you can see God through meditation, in your private place, in your secret room. That's where you see God. Detached from the body, the physicalness. So, go handle your business and make it happen for yourself. You can do it. You have the power. You have the power to have dominion over all things. All right. Someone said, I had a, let me just put this on the screen. I had a vision of my product label last night. As soon as I woke up, I drew it on the poster. Hey, can you, that, there it is. See? There it is. That's you obeying. Good. I like that. That was uh, Jay Butterfly. Um, is that Jay Butterfly? Is that, I thought that, well, I see Jessica Allen in there, one of the hosts of the Divine Connection show. Um, and Maxim says, I am doing good now with 2020 Peterbilt 579, new 2024, all because the Reverend I video in 2020 that got me became successful with his teaching, God, mind, thoughts, vision. Yes, like that. I like it. Yeah. So I'm telling y'all, y'all need to go to Reverend I's site and download this stuff and start listening to it. Binge. Y'all want to binge do something? Y'all really want to binge? Binge on something that is going to encourage you to transform your mind. Binge on that. Yeah, I like watching shows. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you in there twice, Jessica? Because I see Jessica Allen, and then I see he, uh, Jay Butterfly. Okay, all right, got it. Oh, it's me on my and oh, you on both on two devices. I got you. All right. Uh, what I was saying, you if you want to binge watch something, binge watch or listen to something that is moving you in the direction of your prosperity. Now, I got a confession to make. See, see this I'm drinking? This is some rum I discovered just over the Thanksgiving holiday. And I'm not a drinker, but I do drink during my shows. I drink a little bit. Because what it does, it opens up that spiritual portal and let, let me get these downloads. So, and this is the, the what I, I kind of saw this, trying to buy some good alcohol for the Thanksgiving thing. It's some very good Barbados rum, age five years. It's very good, very smooth. Um, but... All these good teachings to come. There it is. <laughs> this is my helper. <laughs> all these, all these 
preachers, oh, you shouldn't drink, man. Okay. Yeah. Me, that's the only time I do drink. Pretty much is when I do the show. Like, I wasn't drinking for a while. I wasn't, I used to do the, the, uh, the Malibu. But something said, I got like another inspiration. said, you have to get the good stuff if you want to get, the, get out the good information. If you want the real, drop the real knowledge down, you need to get the good stuff. And I said, okay. And I had another one called the Santa Ana. That's good, too. That's very good um, rum as well. And a lot of it's so good that a lot of the stores don't even carry it. I had to. There's only one place I know that carry that Santa Ana. That's a. Um, I think that's a Puerto Rican rum, and it's not cheap. But this one here, yeah, it's called Spirits, right? You want to get them right spirits in, so that's why I have to do my. Oh, uh, my oh. Uh, Ritual before I get started. I do a little ritual. I pour a little out for the ancestors, and then I do the show. All right, so before I close out the show, let me show y'all this. And in between, I'm going to take a sip of this, and it might get me to tell y'all something else. Hope so. Oh, yeah, by the way, 563-999-3615, press 1 to speak to the host. If you want to, a lot of times you guys don't want to even get on and ask you questions. You know, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, Nassim Ali says, all I drink, all I drink is rum. It goes back to the times when we ran and ruled from the high seas. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. But I know one thing. Since I've been, the last two shows or so, I was drinking this. And I'm going to tell you, before I start a show, I, I really be a blank slate. Like, I have, like, what the, what am I going to talk about today? And I have these, I always go through this. And this is, you know, see, I took a sip. <laughs> it opened me up again. <laughs> like clockwork. Um, this, I hope this helps. So you know what I go through. Every Tuesday, I go through this period of saying I'm not doing a show. I don't have nothing to talk about. I don't feel like talking to these people. I don't want to do nothing. I just, I'm going to do nothing. It ain't like I got a script down here. I've been reading the Bible, trying to, I've been sitting here scrambling, oh, let me see if I can find something in the Bible and be drawing blanks. Read one thing after another. I done read Black Claw Dictionary on what, uh, 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 uh. Uh, what do you call it? a vagabond or a pauper is? We're going to talk about that too. That has to do with the topic. And I go through this. And then as I'm going through that, as I'm scrolling through these, trying to scramble to talk to y'all or something about something, the higher self says to me, do not worry about what you will say. I will give you the words in that very hour. And do you know I've been doing my show like that pretty much for the last five, six years? <laughs> my wife just said, he's telling the truth. <laughs> I tell her, I'm not doing this show. I don't feel like doing this show. I don't. And then, boom, it just, lights, camera, just it's like the whole thing takes over. 
I'm telling you. That's why I can tell you with definitive, definitively, that if you just take the step and just go into it, it will open up to you. The, the, the whole heavens will come to you. It will open up. The higher self will just come out and just show out. But see, some of you are too stuck. Y'all got your foot on the brake instead of the foot on the gas. Hitting it. Y'all, y'all, you supposed to hit that. Hey, hit them blind curves at 90 miles per hour. Go for broke for your success. We will go for broke for, uh, 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 for things. We'll go for broke. We'll fight for that. Things that will not bring us not one dollar. But we'll put the brakes on for something that could potentially make us some money. Ooh, oh, wait, I got to be careful. Oh, 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 can't do that. Uh-uh, I'm gonna go. Oh, you know what? That's too much. I'm, I got. I know I got a check coming over here. What y'all gonna do? Y'all gonna keep your foot on the brake? You know, you if you keep your foot on the brake for too long, you're going to wear out your brake pads, and you're going to be changing brakes every six to months to one year. Do y'all, I bought my vehicle in 2018, and I just changed the brake pads. And I drive a lot. I put a hundred over a uh, a hundred, over 100,000 miles since I bought that vehicle on my vehicle and I just changed my brakes a month ago for the first time since I bought the vehicle. So, yeah, you can get over 100,000 miles out of, a, out of a one brake pad. Depends on how you drive. I don't drive with my foot on the brake. I let my, I just lift my foot off the gas and let the motor brake me. Down. I, I, I time myself behind vehicles. Sometimes I do have to hit the brake back, you know, hard when someone's stopping short in front of me, potential accidents. But for the most part, I do not ride with my foot on the brake, expecting something to happen. Boom. Oh, jerking and stopping. That's what y'all doing with y'all business, with your ideas. Y'all jerking and stopping. Oh. Okay, I can't go here because if I do this, I gotta. I can't. I can't do that. It's, it, my income ain't gonna, ain't gonna come for a couple of weeks, and I can't live without money for two to three weeks. I can't. You're expecting the worst, and that's living out your ideas, living out your life with your foot on the brakes. And guess what? Like anything else, you keep pounding on it, it's going to wear out. And your idea is going to wear out. Your inspiration is going to wear out. And guess what? You're going to go back to default to the job. And guess what? You're going to cruise on that one. You're going to just let it ride. I know I got this check. And do the same thing over and over, but you ain't happy. It's like driving on a route 
that don't have no real good scenery. Now, I know I, I got to take this route every day, but it's, God, I hate the scenery. Man, I don't want to go there, but this is the only way I can go. Instead of taking the prosperity route. And the prosperity route requires that you take your foot off the brake. There's, there's no other way to do it. That's the requirement. That's the prerequisite, the requisite, the predetermined path for every successful idea. Take your foot off the brake, and even if it's not going in that, you got you, you got to correct. Ease up, you know, ease up a little, but you got to you got to get your foot off that brake. And that brake called fear. That brake called indecisiveness. That break called negative self-talk. Mm-hmm. And you also got to get rid of some of the breaks called bad friends, bad association. And I'm not just talking about people. I'm talking about things that you do, the habits that you have that you distract yourself away from you. Oh, I'm going to go do this and I'll do this. I'm going to go do this thing. That has no profit. No, no, no inspiration other than to give you a programming that it has, and all the programming is getting giving you is to take you from the path that you say you want to be on, and that's the path to prosperity, unlimited wealth, unlimited peace, and good health. You see, see shows like this are only popular to the people that are connected to the ideas that I'm speaking on. You know, I I don't worry about how many listeners I have at any given time. Because guess what? The few listeners that do listen when I'm doing my show, more than make up for the ones that don't show up, who want to come here for some quick remedy. Like I had a phone call yesterday about someone had an, uh, a car accident a couple of years ago. They drove a car with no insurance on it. It wasn't their car. It belonged to a friend of theirs who lent them the car. It didn't know it had insurance. Now the insurance company wants to be recoup the money that they paid for the damaged vehicle. They're responsible. So they're calling me looking for some special remedy to get out of paying it. Instead of telling me that right up front, they're going around all these rules. And my wife could hear me talking rough or what I call it being really straightforward, like getting to the chase instead of all of the extra conversation. Because I, I already sensed that this was someone who was not trying to be honorable. You damage somebody's property, you owe the money, pay it. Right? Pay it. So I told him, you owe the money. You got to pay it. There's no way around it. You damage someone's property. There's no special process that I can tell you to go do it. They didn't like that answer. They didn't like it. See, for people like that that don't do business with me, they're doing me a favor. 
Because I don't want to be connected with people who don't want to honor, do the honorable thing. You damage someone's property. <laughs> what do you want? But you're trying to get out of it. Now, the problem was, oh, now all of these extra fees have been taxed off. Now their license got is getting suspended or got suspended. But the accident happened over two years ago. You had over two years to get this straight. The fees are taxed on because you let it go. And now the only reason why you're doing something is because they took something from you. They took your pull for benefits, a.k.a. the driver's license. Now... What? Now you're coming to me. Oh, is it? And then I'm telling them what could be, and they're coming up. Oh, well, what about this? What If you had all these whatabouts, why are you calling me? Go with your whatabouts. I'm telling you. You got to pay that. A court rule against you. You was at fault. You're the contributor. And the whole thing is they want to blame the person that lent them the car because they didn't have insurance on it. Wait a minute. Those are two separate issues. If the person who lent you the car was not driving the car, they're not the contributor of the accident. So that's the, the issue. You hit someone's car, not only did you damage that car, you damaged the car you were driving. Now, that's another issue the state get on them about not carrying insurance on their car. That's another issue. But that has nothing to do with they didn't drive into someone else's property. But they want to, they, they didn't have insurance. Well, oh, so you wanted them to have insurance that they paid for and cover you for being negligent. See this type of thinking that we have? And I don't tolerate those types of conversations. And nine times out of ten, those people will never call me up again. And and thank God for it. Yeah. They should have made sure. You're right. <laughs> hey, listen. Uh, hey, get some likes up. If you uh, you know, y'all like the content, get it up. If it's encouraging you, I hope it has someone who got up and, and, and took care of their business when they got the idea. Like I said, oh, uh, you can always come back and watch me on the rewind. You know, sometimes I'm questioned about how I handle certain customers. I'm questioning that way. Maybe at times I could be a little better. You know, I could admit that. But then sometimes I then I, I then I also ask my question myself. Akeem, are you being successful in this in the way you move? And I'll say yes. Can I be more successful? Of course. But then I have to examine how I'm – am I am I really being rude or am I just being brutally honest? So i got to ask those questions. And that's what I'm saying. When you are going to these different levels, you're going to have to start being brutally honest. I'm not talking about with other people, with yourself. Are you being real with yourself? Because the first person you need to be real with is you. And then once you get real with yourself, then you can get real with everyone else. And that's what I try to do. I try to get real with myself first. Try to. I, I examine my actions, and then I move on. Anyway. 
All of it wasn't great, but something in it is what I needed to connect something else. So it was worth it in the in the long run, right? But I I, I still invest in other people's businesses. Oh, somebody's on the line. Uh, I'm gonna get this, and then we're gonna go over this 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 thing, and then we're gonna shut it down. Eight five six two six six. Hey, how you doing? What's up? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm chilling, bro. I called you like a couple weeks ago. It's Mayu Bay again. Okay. I don't know if you remember my voice. So uh, no, this I is a little. Like, thanks for calling back in. But go ahead. Okay, true. I asked you about your radios. I asked you about like future of uh, how you saw it growing, and and uh, oh, yeah, I asked I you about like music and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I'm. I asked a question in the chat. I'm just a little curious about something because I got family. Like I'm Barbadian. Like I got family from Barbados, and they mm-hmm. just uh, became a republic. Mm-hmm. So like, what does that mean they, in actuality? Let me, let me Did they do? They have always been a republic, but they allowed the king, the queen, to be a trustee for them. And they just got rid of okay. that. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah, so did they do – so are they basically in the beginning steps of what America did when they did their their Declaration of Independence and became like a commonwealth? You know, honestly, brother, I didn't really read that deep into that situation. Um, So I can't really answer that. I got to do okay. some research on that. I'll just be speaking off the top of my head. Okay. Because you know, I'm by just the way, curious my boys, my two sons, two of my sons are half Barbados. Oh, family. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. But, uh, yeah, so I was just curious because I got family there, you know, and um, I just was wondering it's your last if name. it was my, well, on the island, Corbin. Corbin? Okay. Yeah, and they would know. Like, they, you know, we all kind of, you know, the Corbin family, they would know. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so I was just cur- curious if there was anything to study there. Because it's kind of, you know, history repeats itself time and time again. I was and, into uh, it, and, uh, but I just haven't. I saw that a couple of weeks ago, and I just read the, skimmed the article. I didn't research it much. But um, I, I will. Eventually. Okay, because does this, does this mean they're going to start creating our own money? Uh, that could be possible, that, that, but you know, with the... With the uh, International Monetary Fund and all of them, you know how it is when a country tries to create their own money, and if they don't play ball, they'll depress their economy. They'll depress their dollar, and, you know, now that goes. Okay. They'll be on okay. their back. Yeah. Okay. And create the, all right. Under the current system, you know, they can do it, but they got to play ball with the international community, community if they want to stay relevant. See what happened in Zimbabwe. See that, right? When they didn't play ball, okay. they depressed their dollar, and they went right back to the U.S. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. Don't be surprised right. if I call you next week and just see what you think about that because, okay. like like I said, I can share my thoughts on it. Okay. Awesome. All right, brother. Right. I appreciate you. Okay. Good, good work. All right. Thanks. And thanks you brought up in. the rum. You brought up the rum, so I'm like, I got to call him and ask now because you start bringing up my people's rum. And I mean. Right. So, but I, good. Actually, this is a very good rum. It's like, and, and you know, when we had it at Thanksgiving, everybody loved it. <laughs> actually, this bottle was given to me by my brother-in-law because they drank up the one I had bought. 
And I was like, <laughs> I, I bought it for everybody to drink up. I don't drink like that, <laughs> you know. That's right. what it was for, but I only bought it for the occasion. And they, yeah, right. the day that was, <laughs> it was gone. <laughs> that day yeah, day it survived. Obliterated. But everybody loved it. And one thing I like about it, because, see, I can't drink cheap alcohol. You know, whenever I drink the Malibu, that was, you know, I felt funny. But with this, it's smooth, and I don't have that that side effects from you know certain alcohol that 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 it gives you. It's really good rum. It really is. So, all right, brother, you did. Yeah, my my fault. I got like my kids okay. go to sleep around this time every night. So okay, but I right. I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate you. All right. Okay. Peace. All right. Take care. Thank you. All right. Let's get into this. Let's share. This case. Let's share this. Share screen window. Alright. Alright, so let's read this case. Alright, so this is let me make sure I'm sharing this correctly. All right, good. I'm going to move it over here so I can read it a little bit better. All right, it says here, Barron versus Mayor and City Council of Baltimore. So the whole idea of this is to show you who the real people are. So I'm not, I probably won't have to read all of this. Time is already 819. So here it is. This is the syllabus. It says, the provision in the Fifth Amendment to the Constitution of the United States declaring that private property shall not be taken for public use without just compensation is intended solely as a limitation on the exercise of power by the government of the United States. And it is not applicable to the legislation, legislation of the United States. The Constitution was ordained and established by the people of the United States for themselves for their own government and not for the government of individual states. Each state established a constitution for itself, and in that constitution provided such limitations and restrictions on the power of its particular government as its judgment dictated. The people of the United States framed such a government for the United States as they supposed best adopted to their situation and best calculated to promote their interests. The powers they conferred on this government were to be exercised by itself in limitations on power. If expressed in general terms, are naturally and necessarily applicable to the government created by the instrument. They are limitations of government granted in the instrument itself, not of distinct governments framed by different persons and for different purposes. So it just said here that the people, the people of the United States frame such government for the United States it was for them. Who are them? The Congress. The Congress. That's the people. You're not the people. So that means they're making those rules and regulations for themselves for the benefit of them. And they're U.S. citizens. Okay? This is a full case here. You can read this. 
It's a lot. So that's why I'm not going to read it, and I don't have time. All right? They made it for them. But let me go even further. Let's go here. This is the Articles of Confederation. As you know, I always read this to make points. The style of this confederacy shall be the United States of America. Each state retains its sovereignty. That's what it just said. Each state gets to make all its rules for itself. For the people, which is their Congress, their Senate, whatever. Right? And independence in every power, jurisdiction, and right, which is not by this confederation expressly delegated to the United States in Congress assembled. It says that each state retains its sovereignty. Unless they expressly delegated powers over to the United States in Congress assembled, a.k.a. the people. The Congress is the people. The set states hereby severally enter into a firm league of friendship with each other for their common defense, the security of their liberties, and their mutual and general welfare, binding themselves to assist each other against all force offered to or attacks made upon them, or any of them, on account of religion, sovereignty, trade, or any other pretense, whatever. So we're saying that the states join together to defend their own their interests on account of religion and sovereignty and trade, commerce, or aka commerce, trade. In other words, commerce. Four, to the better to secure and perpetuate. Mutual friendship and intercourse among the people of the different states in the union. So basically what it's saying, the people of the union, the Congress, they're they're friends with each other, with the United States. Then they're going to say the free inhabitants of each state say, now this is a different set of people. The free inhabitants of each of these states Paupers, vagabonds, and fugitives from justice accepted. So free inhabitants are included in this, but what's not included in this is paupers, vagabonds, and fugitives from justice. What is a pauper? Black's Law Dictionary says that a pauper, a person so poor that he must be supported at public expense, also a suitor who, on account of poverty, is allowed to sue or defend without being chargeable with costs. That's what, you know, when people go to court and they don't want to pay the fees. And some of the people in this very movement don't want to pay the fees, and that's the thing they use, form pauperous. And they wonder why they don't, they lose their cases because they're coming in as form pauperous. You're a pauper. So if you don't, you, you're, you come in as that, you, you take this title away from yourself. We're inhabitants. You're not that. And you're not included in the sovereignty like the people have. You're not included. And see, so many people, oh, you need to do the form book. You need to, and they're doing it. Because all they're looking at is, I don't have to pay. And don't realize what status they just stepped into. Everything's about status. Everything. Everything you're doing is about status. So if I come in there 
And I try to borrow pay because of this, and I feel like that form pauperous. Because in this constitution, it says all court is supposed to be without cause. You don't have to fill out a form pauperous. It would automatically give you that. But why do they have that form? Because they know that is another form of being a pauper or someone who is being supported by the state. So you fill that form out, you can never go in there and say, I'm not a U.S. citizen. You have no rights. Because a U.S. citizen is a pauper. Or vagabond. Okay, let's look, let's see what that is. What is that definition in Black Law Dictionary? Vagabond. Vagabond. If I'm saying it correctly. Let's, let's see what that says. Let's see. Let's see. Let me let me take a swig, y'all. Last swig of the night. I gotta drive home. Um, vagabond. Vagabond. Okay. One that wanders about and has no certain dwelling, an idle fella. Not synonymous with vagrant. Under an Illinois statute, an idle and dissolute person is not a vagabond unless he goes about begging. Vagabonds are described in old English statutes as such as wake on the night and sleep on the day and and haunt constable taverns and alehouses and routes about and no Man, what from whence they came, nor with okay. Y'all get the point. Vagrancy. At common law, the act of going about from place to place by a person without visible means of support, who is idle and who, though able to work for his or her maintenance, refuses to do so, but lives without labor or on the charity of others. Okay? So that's a beggar. So when you're on Taking, and what did they do? What did they do when this pandemic hit? Yeah, that, that it is the eminent domain. Um, what did they do when the pandemic hit? They they started giving all their office money, all their U.S. citizen money. They just gave it to you. Oh, I got that money. And in some places, they just dumped it into your bank account. Hmm, interesting. See, there's all kinds of ways they try to trap you into that title of U.S. citizen. So, no, you are not the people. You are the free inhabitant. You are the children of God. If you remember, I told you how to separate yourself. Because if you put in your paperwork, and I was reading plenty of paperwork today to talk about we the people and this and that. No, you're not. You didn't go into Congress and take any oaths to make laws and all of that. You're not the people. The people are the ones in Congress making rules for their corporate entity, their people. All right? There you have it. Long and short, I could I was gonna go a little deeper, but y'all got the point. 
And um Max Moore said I need to put the link for the the Lord thing. Okay, I'll get it. Let me get the link. Hang on. Let me get the link. Let me get it. It's on my website. If you go to my first page and click the arrow to the right of the screen, it takes you to the icon, How to Win in Court. How to Win in Court, I'll put it in the chat. It's 249 for the year, but it's very good information. Very good. There's a link. Thanks for reminding me of that. Thanks. Uh, I, I use that. That's how I win cases because I use that, you know. All right, people. Yeah, that's right. $75 is nothing. Not only is it a consultation, it's a Zoom consultation. So that means if you have documents you want me to look at, I look at them, and then I go over them right there on the spot. Although a lot of people don't even take advantage of that, Zoom, you know, showing me the documents right there on Zoom. What they do is they'll send me the documents by email instead of having them on their computer, in which I give them the right to share their screen. You know, how many times I get stuff by email, it's so hard to find that stuff. You know? Hey, hope the brother finds what he's looking for. More power to him. All right. That's right. Maxim says, you can't lose with the stuff, with the teachings from Tuesday. With Tuesday teaching by Akimo, with the stuff he uses, you will never lose again. Yep. He's right. I don't have too many people complaining about they didn't get their buddies work. And when they do complain, I nip that in the bud. Thank you, baby. My, my wife said I did a wonderful show. Thank you. Appreciate you. All right. With that being said, that's another end to another show. Remember, remember, we have. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she changed the last name. She's a barber now. She's not a Omani anymore. Um, we have the Define Connection show on Thursday. We're supposed to have the Beth and Akeem journey, but we've been kind of slack on that. Things have been coming up. I've been tired. And then also my son did a show on Thursday, but it's on Blog Talk Radio. Go to Blog Talk Radio, Hindsight 2020. I'll put the link. I got to show them how to do the live thing and get into it. I got to get Divine Connection shows on on my channel, too. We kind of fell off on that. Um, fell off on that, for real. He's calling it Super Saturdays. He's, he's, he's doing a prodigal son thing again. Yeah. There's the link to his show from Saturday. I, I didn't listen to it. I'm sorry. I got to go back and listen. Oh, there's a link there. All right. With that being said, y'all have a a wonderful week to come. Peace, prosperity, and extreme wealth to all.